Ladies and gentlemen, this is Brother Habib, a.k.a. the Grand Grill in the building. I want to give a big shout out to Poetic Black and Written in Pain. Check out Iron Sharpeth Iron Clubhouse and anywhere else you can tune in to and check out poetry at its highest level. What's up, world? It's your girl, Tamika Georgia Me Harper. Whenever I'm on Clubhouse, I'm looking for iron sharpens iron with my man, Poetic Black and Written in Pain. the story. I, I thought the story, I thought it was a good story. I just felt like it was parts of the story that lagged a little bit for me. Your cadence, man, it, it captivated me. Me, it's just the sincerity in the piece. You know, I could feel that. And the emotion is always going with me over when I can feel, when I can feel that it's real. So it, it was one of those pieces that, you know, where you're, you're waking you're waking people up, you know what I'm saying? Bringing awareness. It was an awareness poem. And I really dug it, and I really dug the message behind it. Thank y'all very much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the space. Are you ready to enter the dojo? Here, iron, sharpen, iron. Sought to pen this with tremendous effort to outline the details of this sick. This missive is descriptive with the intention to be authentic. And who can question the authenticity of the wayward grabbing for straws? My flaws are on full display, served on a tarnished tray for your enjoyment. This resentment is ingrained. The thoughts of what could have been is plaguing and the remains of a heart aching. Perhaps I was just misunderstood. The good was my good was paved by my intentions, though I fell short. Caught in between righteous and right now. Right now, I live in my truth. The proof that what won't break you will only make you stronger. The longer I live, the more I see that. Wish you could see that. Wish you can believe that people can change and not just for the worse. Wish you knew you were first. Despite what I've said. In spite of emotions, life is motion. And sometimes the pieces just don't come back together. And I'm okay with that. Would that be the reason to believe in something greater that never wavered? Just a better understanding, notwithstanding my gripes. I mean, after all, we all have those. 
I suppose this prose is to highlight that. But it's more than that. It's an attempt to convey what never really was said. To clear up all the regrets that's been residing rent-free in my head. I guess eventually you'll get evicted. Perhaps our fate was predicted by the stars. No chance in realignment, just confinement with my mistakes. Taking chances, taking you for granted was my biggest one. <laughs> There's no fun when the rabbit has the gun. I see that now. Funny how your past transgressions dictate your future trajectory. Good and bad. Bad thing is, when it rains, it pours. Poor decisions and lack of visions lead to the delusion, the illusion that my state of confusion was needed. I'm sorry. I want my pen to be motivated by whispered words dedicated to me, like my eardrobe. Like my earlobe was a microphone amplifying the vibrations in my core. I want to wake up being afraid to blink because in that millisecond she'll be missed. I want Shakespearean love so when she leave I can say things like, Thy love, do not tarry too long for I shall remain breathless until your return. I want angry, still make me laugh, love. Two straws, one glass, love. Anything you ask, love. Love like it's my last love, built to outlast my last love. That that never put me last, love. I want her to paint my nails clear while I sleep, even though she know I really hate that shit. I want to be her crush. I want her smile to make me blush. Eskimo kisses, our noses touch. I want her screensaver. To be a picture of us. No, no. I want to go to an amusement park and we the loudest couple on the bus dressed the same on our t-shirts. It's a picture of us. I want my money to be missing. I want her to stick her finger in all the pots I'm stirring in the kitchen. I want us to cook together, then argue about whose cooking's better. I want them to envy our kisses, one-hour kisses, in the shower kisses. I want to rub her feet to sleep. I just want her to be happy, even when she's mad at me. I want us to debate about characters on shows I hate. I want her lips to taste like Hershey. I want her to claim my Jordan jersey. I want to get calls on my cell at times that are kind of rude. Then watch her answer the phone with an attitude. Um, It's 1230. You're going to have to call him at a more respectable time. I want my pet name to be you mine. On her mind all the time, every day, Valentine. I want, I want to make her laugh till she can't breathe. I want us to invite our friends over, then gossip about them soon as they leave. I want her to put fruit in my mouth while greasing my scalp. I want my food in a bowl cold because I just can't eat till she gets home. I want to order food and she eat half my fries. I want her to talk with just eyes. I want to memorize her fumes. Text, I love you while we in the same room. I want my friends to wonder if she has sisters. I want us to have silly anniversaries like, uh, baby, today makes two years since the first time you said God blessed to me after I sneezed. 
I want people to be fucking sick of us. I want to be on an empty couch and she sit on my lap anyway because that cushion is just too far away from me. I want to have my mama kitchen like, um, Miss Payne, you know he don't eat that, right? I want lost love to be a blur. I want her to lighten my words so much the sun will envy her. I want her to say, baby, write me a love poem. So maybe, just maybe, I could really actually write one of them kind of poems. That was in the pain. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Iron Sharpeth Iron. Sorry for the the brief technical difficulties in the beginning of the show. But what it do, Payne? What's good, man? You in the building, man. You ready? You focused? You ready to go, bro? Yeah, man. You was yeah, a little late. You, ready, was here, you was here a little late, man. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, man? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot I'm of- sorry, man. You know, I got, I'm, I'm having a hip-hop hangover. You know what I'm saying? It went down in the BX last night, man. You know what I mean? 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Yankee Stadium was lit. Everybody you know in hip-hop was in the building. The Bronx was lit. It's crazy. And I just got a little hip-hop hangover, but I'm in the building. All right, man. That's good to know. That's good to know. Shout out to hip-hop. Happy birthday, hip-hop. Uh, 50 years. Wow. So what's good, bro? What's been going on with your week? Man, nothing, man. Um, you know, uh, I just been trying to keep it hip hop. Um, I posted a video. Uh, I'm gonna try to get the link up. Uh, just commemorating, um, hip hop's effect on music. And I just really been on my hip hop shit this week. You know, bro, there's... (laughs) There's a there's a lot of arguments that be happening about in terms of like what's the first rap record and all that and I and and, and I'm cool with all of that, but there's this record by this woman called Blondie. Uh, she's a Caucasian woman, mm-hmm. and in certain circles, they 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 try to say that she's who ushered in hip hop, and you'd be surprised. But this is a real conversation, so that was crazy. But uh, yeah, man, that's on my my week been uh, hip hop. You don't stop. <laughs> I feel you, bro. I feel you, man. Uh, it's been a lot of shit going on, man. I don't know if you've seen all this, all this, all this controversy with the chair, man. Black folks, man. Oh my goodness, man. Yo, you see the memes with all these chairs, man. I've been seeing like fifty billion memes, all with these chairs, man. One thing, I'm man. Out I'm out the loop with the chairs. Man. Listen, I'm to, man. I don't, know, I don't understand. Well, that. what happened was in in, in Alabama. It was a security guard, uh, I guess, on uh, a boating dock where they where they ride boats or whatever the case may be. I don't know. But uh, he's trying to do his job. And uh, you got these rowdy white folks, uh, you know what I'm saying, giving him a hard time. You know what I'm saying? So he's trying to direct people to be where they're supposed to be at. You know what I'm saying? So no one gets hurt. So they jumped on him, man. They jumped on the black brother, man. They jumped on him, man. And... Uh, I tell you, man, you know, I've never been more proud in my life. <laughs> Black people came all over the place to assist this brother, man. One brother jumped in the water, man. One brother jumped in. They talk about Black people can't swim. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Brother jumped up in the water, man. And, uh, yo, they was getting it on, man. But it was the star of the show was this chair, man. 
this chair then hit like I don't know how many people. You had this one brother with this chair, man. He was swinging that shit like I don't know, like Bruce Lee swinging nunchucks, man. He was just mopping people, mong, mong, mong. And uh, I, I guess I don't know, man. This this one incident, man, like on social media, I, I think this this the incident that brought black people together, man. I, the the amount of unity. I seen this one brother do. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I seen this one brother do a meme. He said, "Yo, he was." He was talking to this brother he had beef with on his block. And you know what I'm saying? When the brother seen that, he saw him. He said, man, he said, ain't no reason for me and you to be beefing, man. <laughs> and they done, made, they done made up. Then they went to the store, you know what I'm saying? And they go in front of the store and you see Bloods and Crips, you know, smoking the L's and chilling, vibing together. Uh, I don't know, man. It may sound crazy or whatever the case may be. I don't know if that was a straw that broke the camel's back. I don't know. But uh, I see a lot of black unity going around in these streets, at least on social media. But uh, yeah, man, that's the news for this week. I right, we ready to get busy, man. What's good? What's good? What's good? Who we got first on the mic, bro? I know we had Bless the Child. He was up on the stage. I don't know if he was the first one. Um, to uh, I got Candy Baby being. Oh, first you got on the Candy mic. Baby on the mic first. All right, so uh. All right, you guys, uh, before we get into the um, the queue, uh, if you guys don't know, um, myself and Written in Pain, uh, you know, we got a new single out. It's called Blessed. Uh, we were fortunate enough to get picked in this competition, whereas, uh, you know, uh, we'll be able to open up for this annual uh, concert that they do in New York City. And um, right now, currently, we at sixth place. We need your help. You know what I'm saying? We'll post the link up in the chat. Payne, if you got the link, you can post it in the chat. If not, I'll do it later. But um, we need your help. We need your votes. You know, because it's getting down to the nitty gritty. They about to chop five people, you know, on Thursday. And right now, we we will be in that chop because we're currently in sixth place. It's the top ten. We, we, was, uh, we was one of like 55 to 60 groups. And um, they did like four chops so far, and we're still in it. But now we're in sixth place, and uh, we need to get in that top five in order uh, to stay alive. So we definitely asking, you know, the family to vote. Also, uh, Spoken Soul Sessions, we dropped another episode uh, with our brother Habib, the Grand Griot, the champion. Uh, I had a sit-down interview with the brother. The link is up top right there. Uh, you guys, please go check that interview out. Very deep interview, man. A very fun interview, man. We got to know a little bit more about our brother Habib. And um, it was a dope interview, man. I think you guys would enjoy it. But when y'all get a chance, go check that out. All right, with all that being said, Payne, do you have any announcements before we get this party started? Nah, man, I'm ready to go. All right, let's go. Let's bring the queen on up to the stage. Let's bring the beautiful candy baby on up to the stage. What's going on, Queen? How you been? I'm okay this week, and I just look okay this week because that's how I'm feeling inside. But I have something called optimism, so I'll be back fine next week. That's Check right. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I'm believing in you. I believe in you, and I'm sending positive vibes your way. You know, keep that energy high. What you got for us tonight, Queen? Um, a conversational piece that I just wrote. Let me get it up. Oh, this is going to be nice. Let's get it. 
attack. I'm it. They say life is a bitch. Pain is her mother. Reincarnation is a reprimand for past sins. Heaven's the promise of eternal bliss. Persecution is in this hellhole. The devil throwing daggers. Reflex is precise. He'll continue to miss. I sold my soul already to my heavenly father for an abundance of peace. Story of Job, 38th year made the strongest woman list. My neighbors never wanted, watered their line, yet their scams seem to make their grass a tad bit greener. My lawn's filled with dirt and mist never ending rain clouds. Tack, I'm it, running through the mud, stuck in sinking holes. Dazed, I'm known to be a dreamer. Perhaps that's why I've always been an avid reader. Out high, you seek, escaping from reality. The powers of life are drowning me. If it ain't one thing, it's another. Loyalty just doesn't suffice. When will the storm be over? Or am I reaping the threads of my forefathers? I'm like Marvin Gaye. This shit just makes me want to holler. Survival of the oldest profession. I see you frowning your face. Everyone's a slut until it puts food on the table. The takers are busy. I'm left with nothing but branches. Been cut to the stump. Take a seat. No matter the weight, nothing too heavy. These days seem like Halloween. Busted pipes from pressure masked with a smile. This journey has so many tricks. Keep kicking these doors. Eventually, I'll find a treat. The glue's dissolving. The picture isn't so pretty when the cracks become prevalent. Not a wordsmith, but poor words on paper to transition my energy. I'm done. It's time to meditate. The Most High and I have a puzzle to fix. A manifestation for better days. Like in my glory days. Back to my whorish ways. Release, release. I just need to release. Find peace. What's peace in a world of normalized insanity? This road's so lonely. No one understands me. Isolation and solitude, the only place that feels comfortable for me. I can't go on. Dear God, how long can you penalize me? I paid the highest price already. Matriarch before 40. Power and pain seems to be my story. I'm tired of fighting. The battle seems forever. How long is everlasting? Keep faith. Walk in faith. Keep going. You're almost there. Keep going. Like a lioness in a rat race. The onlookers see me. Nothing but judgment. These shoes, come walk in them. I'm motivated to buy another. Translucent, transparent, tired, tyrant. My win is coming. I feel it. Humiliation has humbly honed humility within me. Candy baby. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Dope, dope, dope piece, Candy Baby. Off rip. Off rip. What I got from this piece right here, man. This was like uh, you was venting. You was venting on paper. But what stuck out to me was the trials and tribulations. At times, man, you know, you know, we all go through it. We got highs. We got lows. And um, at times, you know, things get get on the low side. And we think, you know, things are going bad and, and uh, everything ain't right and things of that nature. And we and we feel down. But your tribulations, you know, your struggles, whatever struggle, I, I'm a firm believer that whatever your struggles is that you're going through, 
is only there to prepare you for the next obstacle. You know, like when, when a baby first start, uh, first start to crawl, you may try to stand up and fall down, stand up and fall down. You know, eventually they'll be able to stand up and then take two steps, then fall down, you know, but each fall, each stumble is getting their legs stronger. Every time they fall down and they make the attempt to get up, it's strengthening their legs, it's building muscles, it's building character, you know. So a lot of times, you know, some people look when they're, when they're going through things, you know, as this is a bad thing. Nah, I don't really necessarily believe that. I think when you go through hardships and trials at times, you know, it's there preparing you for something bigger that's coming your way, something that you're going to have to overcome. You know, I thought this poem was dope. I love the the tag and the hide and seek parallels you you use with the childhood games. You know, this was very thought provoking. You know, this is one of them poems that make you reflect on what's going on and and to have some form of uh, reflection. You know, I thought you did a great job. Um, I really enjoyed this. What you thought about it, Payne? Uh, yeah, Candy Baby, I thought this was a good spill. Um, I could tell the poem was close to your chest, but, um, you know, when you get a little bit more familiar with this piece, I just really need you to put some emotional content in your delivery because this is an emotional piece, and I really would like to hear that conveyed in the poem when you spit it, but it was a dope right? Thugs don't cry in public, pain. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was a dope piece, though, Candy Baby. I know it's, it's, it's just written and you're getting familiarized with it. But uh, I'm digging the sentiment, man. I'm digging the sentimental value of that piece. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the space. I appreciate it. You guys have a happy Saturday. See you next week. You too, Queen. All right, Payne. We setting it off lovely. I love the way we're setting it off, man. I'm loving this, man. I'm loving it. Who we got next on the mic? Hold on, Queen. I'm on the Let's bring on up the queen, the all-around queen, the incomparable Mama Oladeji. Hey, Mama. Hey, what's going on? This is a celebration for the music that we brought to America from the youth. And back in the day, you know, they just scorned, but now, you know, we understand that it's king, it's queen. Women was a part of that, too, so I'm going to do some hip-hop or some rap. Whatever. Let's go. That's what I'm talking Dom about, Marco, Marco. Let's get it, mama. <laughs> Dom DeMarco, Marco. I said my name is Ola Deji. I'm the all-round queen. People say I can do anything. I raised up my children with the reciprocity, the religion that I love and has a principality. Basically, I'm spirituality. I had two children, so I am a mom me. I one father died, so I turned daddy. Give me a stage, I'm an entertainer. Give me a hammer and I am a carpenter. You see me, you see me, I mean no easy. People me no like me no chat to them. Uh, people me no like me no keep them friend. If you see me in the area, don't get edgy. Mama about to give you a lyrical wedgie. I got vocabulary all up in there. And it consists of more than nigga and bitch. No diggity, no doubt. I'm speaking to these thievish ass creeps. They be creeping. They can steal my lyrics and I say they can keep them. I want a freestyle. No mimic, no gimmick. Off the top. Whatever I say will not be credited. 
I'm spending my words, no credit, no debit. That's a mental exercise to quicken my wits. Old lyrics never die, old poets never quit. I'm here to finalize the beginning and finish the ending with the messages I'm sending. I'm making it plain so most will get it. I have a purpose to fulfill so I brush up my skills. What we face is beyond the scope of those who use dope. We must cope sober and sane. I say this kind of message is off the chain. I'm fierce and ferocious. My words are like a mad ravenous dog. Of course my words bite, but if you bring out the blinding fog, I clear up your mind from the former. I steam clean brains. I clear up the smog. We are the people who have the world in our hands. We have the Psalms right in our lifeline. We decode the palms. Right in our, we decode the songs right in our palms. We can see the stars serious without telescopic devices. We have the, lance, the answer to major crisis. With a flick and a nod, we know the answers. We even have the knowledge to cure cancer. Booyah. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Dope piece, mama. This is what I like to call bars with purpose. <laughs> Gangster granny does it again. Uh, yeah, mama, man. You know what I'm saying? Your wheelhouse is, is all wheelhouses, man. There's nothing that's 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 forbidden for you or you don't touch. Um, I, I, I thought that was dope. You know what I'm saying? I thought the sentiment of you bringing, you know, positive lyricism, you know, uh, you made mention of without using the word bitch or nigga. You know, I was just on the room um, the other day, uh, Tommy Jackson room, and um, big room, man. And I was on the, in the room, and uh, he played a song from this new young artist. Uh, he was there on the stage, and he played his song, and he had the lyrics of nigga and um, my niggas in, in his lyrics. So one of the sisters up there, man, she, was, she, she really felt offense to it. She took offense to it, you know? And uh, she was like, once she heard the word, you know, it just turned her off, you know. And um, I thought that was very interesting. You know, I think young people today, they've redefined the word. They've redefined it, you know, from Tupac. Tupac made the acronym uh, nigga, never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. That was the acronym that Tupac made for that um, for that word. And I think is in that spirit, in that vein, where you hear that usage, you know, amongst the youth or, or amongst our people. Yeah, I think they're taking that acronym, N-I-G-G-A, Never Ignorant Getting Goals Accomplished, you know, um, as a means to try to take a word that was so negative and, you know, turn it into a positive. But a lot of people don't feel that way, and it's understandable. But uh, I love the fact that you brought attention to that, you know what I'm saying? Because it do makes a difference when, uh, you know, when you want to reach people. And I think um, KRS-One, he said it. He said that, uh, you know, it's important for the youth and the, and the elderly, you know, the old people and the young people to bridge a gap, you know? He said when young people are around older people and they're around there, they're moving with older people, they become masters in their in, um, from their peers. When they go back around their younger crowd, they run circles around them because they have the wisdom of the elderly, you know, and vice versa. When the elderly spend time with the youth, 
you know, and understanding how they move and how they tick. When they get back up with their peers, with the other elderly people, they run circles around them because they're well familiar with the, the, the different terms and the different, you know what I'm saying, the different trends and things of that nature. So I think it's um, definitely important for us to find a way to bridge that gap. And um, it all starts with the understanding. I really dug that piece, mama. I really dug the sentiment of it. Payne, what you thought about it? Man, this was hip hop, right? And mama, you know, I know you got bars. You know, we go back. We used to freestyle cipher back in the day. I know you got bars. However, um, this coming from you, I think it spoke volumes because um, like Black was saying, you know, unfortunately, music has aided in creating a generational gap, um, whether it be the language or just like what Black was saying earlier, the usage of certain words. Um, so a, a kind of a gap has taken place between the generations, but uh, something like this is a, is a, is a, is a bridge. And um, I appreciate it, Mama. And I thank you for coming through with that. I, prop, I appreciate you for paying homage to hip hop. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. That's like right. That. <laughs> you're, you're welcome, man. You know, you've been one of my, both of y'all, and all of y'all, and uh, back in the day when uh, y'all had the radio show, and we used to just have fun and do all that kind of stuff, and that's a lot of times I learned my skills. I remember that time when we said, uh, we, was, we was battling, and we was talking about uh, the mammals in the jungle, I mean, in the desert, remember that one? Come on. We was walking through the uh, desert. He had a horse, and I had a camel. And then I just, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so much fun back then. But I thank you for being my mentor, my son, and, you know, just my person in life that um that I just look up to and, and love. And you too, Black. I always think you always don't forget. Don't ever forget about me, even when my son does. And I, I love you for that, too. We love thank you, too, Mama. We love you so so immensely. We love you. Oh man, that was beautiful, man. That's what I'm talking about. That is bridging the gap, pain. That is the definition of bridging the gap. You know what I'm saying? Mama, mama is not like you know, your average, you know what I mean, person of age. You know, uh, you know what I'm saying, mature person. Mama really is in tune, and I always appreciate that about mama, man. Definitely. All right, pain. What's good? What's good? What's good? I was growing up. Mama was my grandmother. I'd have bars way earlier. <laughs> You would have been had bars. <laughs> word, word. It wouldn't have took that long. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, bro. Who, who we got next on the mic, man? Next on the mic is Bless the Poet. Oh, that's what it is, man. Let's bring our brother on up to the stage. <laughs> What's good, King? How you been, man? Peace, King. How you doing, man? Peace, man. Vibing. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. I, I know you got some heat, man. I know you got some heat. I can just feel it. I can sense these things, man. What you got for the people tonight? <laughs> Yo, bro, like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, just listening to y'all already got me in my bag. Like, I'm writing some new shit right now, but I'm gonna give you some certified banger shit. Like, All right, let's get it. That's what I'm talking about. Shit like that. 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 The revolution will be televised. Though telling lies, social media will capitalize, brainwashing the masses, hiding the grand design in the already one. 
United States Corporation founded 1871, a privately owned company to keep us in debt. Biden's the president, but they got him in check. 5% pulling strings like a marionette. It's all maritime law. The banks is ruling it all. The country's our own threat. Federal Reserve loans should stay out of debt. In 1933, we became the currency. Any robin is blind, not using a gun. First step to any problem is admitting this one. This ain't the land of the free or the home of the brave. This is economical war and we're all slaves. It's maximize your profit and lower your cost. You're either rich or you're poor or work or a boss. They spoon feed us bullshit and they call it applesauce. And we gobble it up. Man, I know you fed up. It's red pill or blue pills. Time to wake up. You either lost in the matrix or you try and get out. You either searching for the truth or you scared to find out. Yeah, I know who I am. But what do you stand for? Sacrifice a lamb and spill blood on my front door. Not taking the, not taking my firstborn. Refuse to be untorn. Mind, body, and spirit. Never selling my soul and I'm promising you gonna feel it. And every word that I speak and every word that I write and every thing that I do and every part of my life. And I'm never stopping. Till I R.I.P. Cause poetry's in everything that I S.E.E. And I'ma keep educating like a G.E.D. And she like, oh yeah, he killing it. O.M.G. Right now, in this moment, yes, I feel so free to park in this moment, all eyes on me, poetically correct, told me how I spit these facts and let these corporate motherfuckers know just where we at. Black lives matter, homie, so we fighting back, so put that fist in the air if you rep that black. Because from Trayvon to Emmett Till, they've been killing us at will. This ain't nothing new. Cell phones catch it. Execution goes viral. Justice and vengeance bubbling inside you. If that was my son, ain't no telling what I'd do. Denzel and John Q, take the hospital hostage and do what I got to do. Because I'm not burying my son. My son's going to bury me. This is a state of emergency, a unified urgency. How many black people got to die before we put our differences aside and unify for the bigger cause? Unify for the bigger fight. Because killing black people for no damn reason ain't Right, Sandra Blaine, Strange Fruit, Mike Brown, gunned down. Let's not forget about all those unnamed that died in those sundown towns. Cold case, MIA. Where he at? America been hating on black folks from day one. We just proven a the fact. They glorify swag, culture worth billions, lives ain't worth shit. They've been pimping us out ever since we got off them slave ships. America, the land of opportunity. Scratch that. The land of plantation, slave masters, corporate entities. But we too busy arguing amongst each other to see who's the real enemy. But enough of all that. It's time to unite. Third eye open. Chakra aligned. Circumference of your knowledge increase around like minds. Yeah, now you're feeling it. Becoming more militant. Moving with purpose. Ancestors, kings, and queens. Never was worthless. Mothers of humanity. Black women. Yes, y'all birthed this. It's time to be pro-black again. Study our African. Forget their history and get our story back. And let these corporate motherfuckers know just where we at. Black lives matter, homie, so we fighting back. So put that fist in the air if you rep that black. Poem. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Damn. Damn. I first, first and foremost, what's the name of this piece? Rep that black. Rep that black. I'm loving it. Let me write that down because I'm nominating this title. You know, it's first nomination, Payne. I'm nominating this title for the title. <laughs> the of respect, the giving respect. Now, shh, yeah, I got this poem, right? Uh, I can tell you right now, this title going to win. I already know. <laughs> I got this poem, man. I got this poem called uh, Battle Scars. But I, in this poem, I, was, I said, 
exposed corporate like the slut she is. Exposed mm. corporate like the slut she is. And my brother, man, you you hit on that sentiment, like on the nail, man. On the nail, man. It's crazy, man. Uh, the sentiment of standing up. The sentiment of we've had enough. The shit is like, come on. Like, we got to have a backbone. Like, if you ain't going to stand up for something, you'll fall down for anything. These that's are all it. of the... All of the different emotions that's running through me. You know, this is very reminiscent of Pac. You know what I'm saying? Pac had that way of, you know, inspiring and inciting. And um, I felt incited with this poem right here, man. Uh, I thought you did a great job. I thought the delivery was dope. I'm going to let Payne talk about that. But uh, the sentiment of this poem, bro, powerful, man. Powerful, King. Payne, what you thought about it? Well, the delivery of the piece was spot on. And I really, really enjoyed um, the writing of this piece, man. I kept trying to catch a line, but it was like every line followed something else. I was like, bro, this um, this is this is the kind of piece that I feel like need to get recorded and put out in the in the network, man, so people could hear this. Because, um, man, the definition of black is so broad, and that comes from a lot of people who are not that. And uh, I just really, I really hope that you do something with this piece to get it heard, man. Definitely. Yeah. Respect, bro. I, I appreciate both of y'all, like, giving me them flowers on this. But, yeah, y'all both hit it on the head. Like, I'm definitely trying to deliver the message. Like, this was a research piece for me. I definitely had to do my research on this. But you write corporate entities is really running the world. It's not our government. Like, the American dollar is trash. And it's been trash since 1933. Like, and... And if we really just put our, our resources together, like, come on, like, as much as black people spend, like, there's no reason why we, if we use the money in the right way, we, we would, we'd be in a different place. And if we united, like, Facts. Bloods, Crips, Black Panthers, if we all came together, bro, it would be different, way different. Way different. You know, something I, I think is, is, is just worthy to mention this now, because you said that, and um, I think that's just profound. Our, our spending power is over 1.3 trillion annually. I'm talking about black America. This is our spending power. But we don't have we don't have no direction with our spending. We have we are haphazard with our spending. They say our money leave, it leaves our community in six hours. We get it, six hours, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, wow, man. It's like one thing I came up with as a solution, you know, uh, it's called the 100 man or 100 woman initiative. And what it is is 100 people. You know, y'all can set the 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 the, uh, the amount, but 100 people with one one thousand dollars. Find 100 people like minded in your community, in your community with one thousand dollars a piece. That's a hundred thousand dollars in capital. It's enough money to establish some form of business in your community that can be supported Thanks. by your community. And as Thanks. that business grow. We can buy other properties in the community and we can take back our community one one store at a time, one storefront at a time. You know, it, it's, it's just a shame that we go in our community and we spend all this money, but nothing looked like us in the community. Everyone is coming. It's like they got their plates and they fork and they just eating, mm. eating, eating, and they never give nothing back. 
They mm. never give nothing back. And it's time for us to really get on point and be like, yo, nah, let's let's make our dollars make sense. We got to have right. some type of economic spending, some cultural or uh, group economics in our spending, man. I think it's very important, man. It's dope, dope sentiment. The only thing they understand is the dollar, bro. That's, That's right. They understand. That's what they respect about us. They respect it. They don't respect nothing else, but they respect our money. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll go they'll they'll go all over the top for our votes and our money. You know what I'm saying? Bend over backwards. And once they get it, they don't give nothing back. You should get something for your bread. You should get something for your money. Facts. And um that's deep, man. Dope poem, bro. Dope, dope, dope poem. Man. I look forward to hearing some more of you, Mikey, my brother. Uh, respect to both y'all kings, man. Thank you for letting me uh step on this stage, man. I'm gonna listen because I'm inspired and I'm gonna keep writing while I listen. Definitely, definitely, King. Oh man, Payne, this is a good one, man. That's that 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 right there is definitely nominated. Uh is definitely nominated for uh for the title of the room. You know what I'm saying? Uh wow. Uh we got time for one more, don't we? Maybe one, maybe two more before we get to intermission. Uh who we got next on the mic? Next on the mic is my tie. Ah, oh, let's bring the queen on up to the stage. What's good, my tie? What's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? Oh, we good. We're good. We're good. We're good. You killed last week. I remember you killed last week. Uh, what you got for us this week? Uh, I, I got I got some new a new piece. Just a little. Um, it, it's always been me. I just don't um speak. I don't the way I have this poem. I don't. I don't write too much like this, but y'all hear more like this more often. It's a bit more. Uh, just listen. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I um I titled this God's plea. God's plea. Oh. Yes. Um. I hope this is a fitting title. Okay. Um. It's time. It's time for us to get it together. He's not playing with us anymore. If you believe in the most high, God, Yahweh, Jehovah, etc., understand he needs us to get it together. No more lying, no more stealing, no more fornication, no more greed, no more false idols, no more violence, no more overindulging in worldly pleasures. Stop the jealousy, stop the envy, stop the adultery, stop mutilating your bodies. Stop fighting against your brothers and sisters. Stand together and pray, pray, pray. There's true power there. Read your Bible. There's something there for you. God loves you. He's there for you. Let's fall back in line. Stop following these celebrities. Their life is a facade. Lead the children to him and not to sin. Protect their innocence. There's love on each other. Let's love on each other. Let's serve God with each other. Let's go back to being husbands and wives. Being a baby mama and a baby daddy is low vibra- very low vibrational. But for real, raising children in a broken home is not okay. A child shouldn't have to yearn for their other parent every other day. Stop letting this world tell you that going against God and his word is okay. Worship and praise him in your own way, but do it from the heart and do it genuinely. Before I end, I want to pray for you. 
Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that the person hearing this desires your heart. I pray they grow closer to you. I pray for their sanity. I pray that they come to you for their problems. I pray that they know your son. I pray that they seek you. I pray that they sleep peacefully with your protection. I pray they take heed to this poem. And even if you don't believe, this prayer is for you too. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Peace. Wow. 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 Oh, man. Um, refreshing, man. Conviction. You know, uh, prayer is powerful. Determination or the definition of prayer, it may vary from person to person. But what I do know about prayer, that prayer is energy. And what I know about energy is that energy is not destroyed. You know, so uh, you be you be surprised how many people pray that don't know they pray. Or what they're praying for, you know, it's energy. Um, I thought you hit some dope points in the, in this poem. I'm gonna just deal with the sentimental value of the poem, and I'll let pain get into the uh, the the delivery. But uh, oh man, the core of the message. I love the fact that you you mentioned whether what you call them. You say it can be Yahweh, Jehovah. You know what I'm saying? You you you're going through the different names, you know, and um. I think that's consistent with the idea that there's more than one path. I think there's more than one path to the most high. You know, sometimes we get caught up in uh, the religiosity of things. And, um, you know, it, it kind of put a damper on on a lot. But uh, the core message, you know what I'm saying? that The core message is doing right unto others as you will have them do unto you. You know, being charitable, um, being empathetic. All of these principles, man, and I think that's the main the main focal point. No matter what's your denomination or what's your 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 particular faith or ideology, you know, the core message is to be kind to people, you know, and you should expect kindness back. Um I, I really resonated with that prayer, you know, that's a beautiful thing, man. And um, you know, the energy. I believe that we all should use that that tool of prayer, you know to conjure energy so it can be beneficial for us. But uh, I thought it was a great piece. Sentimental value was right on point. My tie, great job. Payne, what you thought about it? Yeah, you know, if you read the Bible at all, you know, David, in my opinion, you know, they say he was a songwriter. But David was a poet to me. Um, when you read the Psalms, you know, that a lot, it's a lot of poetry in there. I say that to say this poem sounded like a supplication to me. Um, and, and I really dug it. Um, it was a very like intimate conversation that you were having. And I agree 100% with black. There's many roads, there's many roads to higher consciousness and there's many roads to connecting with your creator or who you align yourself with. I say all that to say, I think this was an excellent, I want to almost, this gave me a vibe like it was a prayer almost. Um, I really appreciated it. And I thank you for coming through with that, Marta. Definitely. Yeah, great job, man. Very thought provoking. And I thank you guys for having me. I'm glad that y'all like that. Most definite, Queen. All the time, every time. 
Uh, all right, Payne. We got time for one more. We definitely got time for one more before the intermission. Who we got? It's Sunshine. Oh, let's bring Sunshine on up to the stage. That's what I'm talking about. Let's bring Sunshine on up to the stage. What's good with you, Sunshine? Peace, peace, peace. Peace, queen, peace, queen. I didn't get a chance to talk to you after I, I saw your um, podcast over on YouTube. I wanted to tell you, man, great job, man. Great job, man. I love the way you conduct the interview, man. You did a great job interviewing Edwina, man. I really enjoyed that, man. Really enjoyed it. I appreciate you brothers having this room because I wouldn't have been able to vibe with Zwina like that. You know, we both from Jersey and backstage, we ended up finding out that we hung out in the same spots, just didn't know each other at the same time. So it was dope gaining another sister out here in this world. So appreciate y'all for that. And um, like I mentioned to you the other day, I got hit with COVID from the job. Mm. So I was able to catch your interview with Brother Habib, and that was fire. I love the fact that I was actually able to listen uninterrupted the whole way through. Oh, um, thank you, sis. Thank you. What you thought about the interview? Was it was it a good interview? Man, when I took look, it was so good. My brother, you know, because my boys and my brother got to stay in the room. My brother said, nah, wait, sis, I'ma put a mask on. I gotta finish listening to that. Like this bit <laughs> this interview giving me life, sis. Like, word is born. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Yeah, it was definitely But yes, it was I want you to know, like, I literally wrote two pieces since listening to that. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is right there. <laughs> and one of them, I literally, that's why I came in late. One of them I literally just finished um, before hopping into the room. I've been kind of milling over it all day. Well, not milling over it, like putting it all together um, throughout the day. Um, the fever's been broken, so... Oh, Excuse me good. if I if I hear like you know I'm a little labored, but my respiratory is good. It's just that you know from the fever and my body is still a little aching. So sending sending um, prayers and, and and healing your way, Queen. Definitely sending that positive energy your way. Cause I have two now. Is it? It's a. It's going to be a second round, right? Oh, uh, let me see how many people on here. If we got time, if we got time for one more. If not, matter of fact. What we'll do is just go ahead and read both. Go ahead. Yeah, re, yeah, read both of them. <laughs> we go, we go, we'll go right into the intermission after this. Yeah. Okay. So one of them I gotta go to my notes. The other one I got on a notepad. But um, <clears throat> this is the first one. It's titled "Number One Fan." Am I good? I'm not coming through in the matrix, am I? Nah, you good right now. You was a little matrixy, but now nah, you good. You good. Okay. Peace, black man. Did you know I'm your number one fan? No matter your plight, the world is yours sitting right in the palms of your hands. Even when things seem they're not going quite right, understand you are loved tremendously and not alone in this here fight. Protecting you from all foes so that you may execute your plans, achieving all your goals while staying on your toes. The power is within you not in the thread of your clothes. The 
powers that be from all angles in the seed with negativity, wanting us to believe there ain't no we, you know, unity in this present day society. We're more than a team supporting each other, standing back to back because ain't no lacking when defending this dynasty. You've provided protection and security by any means necessary. Oh, he's a thug. He's a criminal. Those believe he should be behind bars. On the contrary, he is a king and he shines brighter, brighter than the brightest stars healed from old scars. They can no longer play him like the strings on a guitar. Boom. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like Every word in this poem is going to be about you. You. Every word in this poem is going to be about you. Hmm. Indeed, every word in this poem is going to be about you. The way I lose control like silk every time I gaze upon you. Our energy exchange is so outstanding like the gap band compels me to spread my wings like troop. I'd follow you across the planet, showering you with love anytime, any place like Janet. Because there's principles to pleasure. Those don't get it will go half crazy like music, idle than wild, becoming an outcast, wishing they had the opportunity to cry out like Etta James at last. Every word in this poem is gonna be about you. My guard has never been so low. You come inside like intro. I'll keep you satisfied, exhuming ribbons of love throughout the sky. King, what I speak on beans is the truth. Can you feel it in the air? Baby, you got me like the roots. Now, grateful for those greens, Vivian, those emotional roller coasters made me a better woman for you. Taking them long walks, feeling like I'm golden, like Jilly from Philly, because it's you I be holding. Our hearts are so kindred. Let's go far away from here and gaze upon the stars. Building, manifesting the method to Cal. You're all that I need. I'll be there for you like Mary J. Blige up on that roof. Enjoying every moment with you without delay. On my Marsha Ambrosia, I'd rather be alone together, quenching your desert sands thirst with my waters, while you continue to make it wet while busting those rhymes so clear, pulling me near, speaking into my ear, telling me to have no fear, with my locks in your hand like a lasso, you are a superstar, Lupe Fiasco, no need to kick or push, just Breathe, relax, and coast. Hmm. That grit, them jagged edges don't phase me. I gotta be the one to fill your life with sunshine while we have this lifetime, not the next. Unlike Erica Badu, that bag lady doesn't exist because of you. Mentally free, I am me. Saying yes, like flowetry. They can't take her. He loves her. Mind, body, and soul. Anita Baker. Home. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that.
Wow. Wow. Let's get into the first one first. God's God's uh, no not uh number one fan. That was the name of the uh that was the name of the first one, right? Yes. Number one fan. I loved it, man. I loved it. I thought it was a note to the black man. Uh I find it refreshing when our black queens speak life into us, you know, speak encouragement, you know, understanding, you know, it, it goes a long way, you know, for the real men. I'm talking about for the real men out there that's trying to do what they need to do, you know, men that's about, you know, that's on their responsibilities, who take accountability, you know, um, I thought this was a refreshing ode to the black man and I thought it was beautiful as far as the second piece, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you set it off. <laughs> you set it <laughs> off with my with my homie Raheem Devon. You know every every yeah. every word in this poem is gonna be about you. Uh, I counted. You can tell me if I was right or not, but I counted seventy four. I counted seventy four song <laughs> references. Seventy four <laughs> of them. That's that that was my count right there. I thought that was mad witty. I thought it was witty. I thought it was brilliant. Um. It was very nostalgic. You know, all those songs, you went from Silk, you went to Kendrick, The Family Soul, Jill Scott. I mean, you went through them all, man. And um, I really dug that, man. It was it was uh, more so of a, a I, I want to say maybe a tribute to music and love, you know? Um, I thought it was great, man. I thought you did a great job on both of them pieces. The second piece, what was Indeed, the name of the second that piece? called loved musically loved musically oh man brilliant brilliant pain what you thought about them man i love love musically i just did you know i don't i don't i'm not a poetry nerd like black so i didn't count how many song references? <laughs> I don't understand nothing you saying right now, bro. You all, you like, monk, 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 monk. <laughs> you sound like the teacher on Peanuts right now. <laughs> Try it again, bro. Yeah, the weather's messed up where I am, man. Yeah, there you but, go. Uh, can you hear yes. me? Yeah, we hear you now. You perfect now, bro. All right, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk fast. Sunshine, <laughs> I favorite the second piece more so because I'm a music lover. I'm in the Matrix. Now nah, you good? You good right now, bro? Yeah, I uh, I really now enjoyed that second piece immensely. I like mm. Sunshine. I like both those pieces. No <laughs> <Matrix. laughs> uh, I... Yeah, we got we got the fact that you like both of those pieces. Uh, throw a heart up in the chat for Sunshine, man, because Megatron got you right now, bro. Uh, but yeah, man, great piece. Both of those pieces was dope. I enjoyed both of those pieces. Thank you, Sunshine, for coming through. I want you to shout out your um your platform real quick. Let the people know this is gonna be everywhere. So let the people know where they can come and check out your um podcast. Uh, yes, it is Shine Vibrations podcast on Blast Music 24-7 platform on YouTube. It's an independent artist platform, so even spoken word artists, rappers, singers, you guys could register for the free, put your stuff up there. It's a tip jar. Every time somebody streams, the tip jar goes to you. 
Um, I interview poets, give them a, a, a safe space to come and be themselves. A lot of times we don't get a chance to speak about ourselves outside of what we do with a pen and paper. So just another way to let them shine and also give them another avenue to promote the things that they got coming up. Um, as far as myself, every Friday, 7 p.m., you can find me on YouTube unless it's a replay, and I always let folks know, but September 30th is coming up on one year celebration of Shine Vibrations, mm. and I am having an in-person celebration here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and um, I'm thinking about having an honorary slam every year with a cash prize, so depending on how many folks get at me and let me know they want to compete, that'll be the final piece to the celebration so mm. september 30th of 2023 y'all want to be down most definite man y'all check this sister out man she's doing positive things and positive contributions to the the genre that we all love so much man appreciate you queen all right we about to get into this intermission uh you guys know if uh you just came into the room and you don't know how things work over here if you want to get in the queue uh, it's simple. Only thing you have to do is type iron in the chat and we will definitely get you in the queue. Now, be mindful that the the chat turns off at 1130 promptly. So if you want to get on the stage, you know, make sure you type iron in the chat before 1130. And we'll definitely get you up on the stage. But uh, we're going to be right back. Uh, we'll take a little break. Y'all y'all go get some refreshments and um we'll be right back after these messages can we make this go viral you've heard of siri you've heard of alexa you've heard hey google but now brought to you by the Composition Electronics. Yo, Jamal. This new innovative technology allows you to ask Jamal just about anything. Yeah, I'm driving right now. Yo, is it raining out here? Yeah, come on. You send me the address. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll be on my way. Yeah. Hey, yo, Jamal. Yo, navigate me to 1235 Bushwick Ave. Does your wife know you're going to this location, my nigga? Yo, I didn't ask you all of that. Oh, you're trying to get navigated to some buns. This innovative technology allows yo, Jamal, to reply unconventional with unpredicted replies simulating real-time human responses hey jamal do me a favor and tell me elvis presley's top five songs what kind of bullshit what kind of negro what type of wayne brady nigga question you asking me man i don't know about no elvis i'm about to grow a hand out this box and slap the shit out you asking me some dumb shit like that my no fucking elvis this ai technology is head and shoulders above the rest. It's like having a personal assistant that you only have to pay for one time. 
Oh, you downstairs? I am about to buzz you in right now. Hey, Jamal, play How Does It Feel by D'Angelo. Oh, I see you, my nigga. You about to clap some cheeks. I got you, my nigga. This new interactive technology allows you to ask Yo Jamal virtually anything. Yo Jamal, I intend to prepare a duck cone feet. Would you please pull up a recipe for faux gras? Duck cone feet? Faux? Faux? My nigga, fuck you talking about, man. Better go. It's Friday, man. I feel like doing all that cooking. Maybe better go in there and make you some cheeseburgers or something, man. Leave me the fuck alone. Jamal. New technology. Brought to you only by the Composition Electronics. Get yours today. When heroes fall, cowards rejoice. The voiceless resound from the sound of the fall. We all seen what happened to Shaka. Shocked and appalled from the gall and audacity to dare be better. Clever enough to know there's more to know. So when the woes of the discontent sense contention they failed to mention the root of it all. The fall. When heroes stumble, cowards mumble with conjecture. This is what happens when we let hate fester, tolerated and unchecked. The subtle disrespects, it progresses to something more blatant. This is only the result of hearts vacant, void of fulfillment. You find them insistent on conflict. No fault to you. It's the only way they know how to exist. You intend to uplift. They desist. Seek to cause a rift. Shift the paradigm if you let them. The minority speaks the loudest. Those who lack resolve are the proudest. Content in their folly. This is probably. This will probably go on deaf ears. For fear of change. Or perhaps heeded. Needed. In every space intended. To bring change. Shit like that. 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 Quiet Storm Poetry is next, bro. I let's bring Quiet Storm Poetry on up to the stage. <laughs> What's good with you, Queen? Hi, y'all. This is uh, my first time. Thanks for having me. Oh, most definite. You're a newbie. That's beautiful, man. We love newbies. We love newbies around here. What you got for us tonight? I'm going to read a personal piece um, I recently wrote. Um, if you guys have heard it, it's always good. The second time sometimes, so bear with me. Indeed. But, um, <clears throat> What's so the title? Um, His Shiro. His Shiro. Okay? Yes, we can hear you. You said his Shiro? Yes. Oh, I'm, lo- I'm loving the title. All right. Okay. He calls me his Shiro. He says, 
I give him a natural high when he's feeling low. Yes, the stars are in the sky, but I'm the moon that glows, his shero. One who never reminds him of a girl he used to know, his shero. One who has been, sorry, one who has been to places that others refuse to go, like a journey through his soul. Like how deep must one go to understand the heart of a man they wish to evolve with? He calls me his shero. Dazzling with charm and wit, but also one who carries her own strength. Someone who builds him up, never allow another to break him down. A woman, but also a warrior who always manages to fix his crown. I loan him a smile until he remembers his own, his shero, his unshakable ground, his destiny, his home. Escaping harsh realities of this world, he finds comfort in my bosom, laying his head on my thighs as if they were his pillows. He says, I'm his sunshine at night, his moon during the day. He says he loves me in such a way he didn't think was possible. And despite all obstacles, he'll jump over them with pride, never hiding, no putting our love aside. For we together are evolving into a greater, into a greater force. Loving each other is not just a choice. It's an expedition, a journey through the soul of forever love. He calls me his Shira. Thank you. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Wow. Wow. I'm in love with this piece. I'm in love with this piece, man. Very sensual, you know, very intimate, you know, and um, this is another ode. I love I love when you said I'll loan him a smile until he find his own. I thought that was profound. It reminds me of an interview <clears throat> that I saw. Uh, I believe it was Nikki Giovanni. Uh, she was sitting down with. Uh, 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 what's the brother name? Alex Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Uh, no, no, not Alex. I'm, I'm saying Alex. I'm saying, I'm, I mean, James Baldwin. Wow. So she had to sit down with James Baldwin and she says something, man. She's like, uh, he was like, she said, lie to me. She said, lie to me. So he was like, lie to you. He said, I can't lie to you. She said, sure you can. Sure you can. Lie to me. She says, you lie to the man every day. You know what I'm saying? You go, you go lie at the job. You put a smile on your face. You know, you don't feel like smiling, but you got to, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Grin in the man's face. You know why you treating you bad and you lie. He said, come home and lie to me too. Even if you don't feel it, you know, show me a smile. Show me, show me some gratitude. You know, even if you don't feel like it, lie to me. And uh, I thought that was profound, man. And I, and I thought the aspect of you saying, you know, I'll loan him a smile until he find his own. I thought that's admirable. Like, wow, man, the, the amount of consideration, you know, and um, it's refreshing to hear those words come from a beautiful black queen, you know, to a man, you know, and um, kudos to you, sister. I really I really appreciate the sentiment of this poem. Uh, but thank you, Quiet Storm, for coming through, sharing that piece. His Shiro, definitely a dope piece, man. Definitely appreciated that. Matter of fact, Payne, perhaps put some comments in the chat for the sister because we can't get you on, on, on the audio. 
but thank you, Queen, for coming through, sharing that piece with us. I definitely hope I see you again. I would definitely love to hear some more of your work. What's good, Elizabeth? Echoes. Oh, sorry. I, I've been, uh, I am at the pharmacy right now getting my, my drugs for uh, getting out of the ER. So, you know. Uh, you, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I just have a, a terrible ear infection. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. But, yeah. I can only hear out of one ear. So if I'm talking too loud, I'm sorry. I hope that wasn't the Run DMC album that did that to you. I hope I hope, I hope I hope it wasn't that. I hope it wasn't that. <laughs> you gave a lot of ones and twos. I don't know. Maybe that has some contribution to that. Uh, yeah, karma. <laughs> so what's good with you, man? What you got for us today? All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do this. This is called Oh My. Oh My. Let's get it. All right. <clears throat> oh My. Are you just another mind fuck my luck? I think not. No, not at all. Fact is, you're so much more than that. Can't you see? Go ahead and stupid me. Somehow you cupid me with your pointed trick tricks aim to tease to please me. Such a smart ass. The way you make it last. Targeting with your cool self-reflective arrows plucked from your lyric. Cool sling. Ink dipped feather bullets. The ones you fling shots taken. Pew, pew paragraphs that awaken your whispers are like a breeze turned into the light go ahead and write word heard it's the way that you serve letter upon fucking letter go ahead and screw me in the ways you run right through me you are the epitome such a thought-provoking go-getter no better at hitting me up with true meaning i'm so into your words they are defined the unforgettable call you critical you must think me terrible. Like that, I can feel you speaking to me through your pen, your lips, doing it with such confidence. That intelligence to one's inner being sewn into your words, the subtle meaning. Metaphors held by aloft by a man, you script sensual scenic trips taken just to accentuate expertise that flows straight out the gate with no mistake. How is it we bend but never break? You are the one to underline while you redefine all that's in my mind. Noun, pronouns, adjectives, each verb scrawling throughout my body in a way that's superb. Definitions jotted down by the way your rawness is mirrored, is perceived as flawless. Indeed, I am your blank canvas. The various ways you call to me this. Go ahead and speak like that. Your thoughts, I'm weak. Having me grovel at whatever you say, sentencing me to your ill erotic foreplay. Followed by a comma, comma, comma here again, placing it right in my ear. I am your emotional masochist. Yes, this may be clear. Victory of my heart, not easy as one may think. But you, sir, you stole it like a thief. Oh my, oh my, Elizabeth. <laughs> it sounds like this muse right here got the death stroke and the left stroke. I don't know, man. 
uh, I thought this was dope, man. I thought the the parallels you made in between, you know, the inspiration and uh, the motivation, uh, it was dope. It was dope. It was some witty wordplay in this. You had a lot of dope witty wordplays, and um, I thought it was a I thought it was a nice piece, man. On the on the rough side, you know what I'm saying? I, I saw a lot of leather and whips and shit. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I seen a lot of leather and whips. But uh, I thought the sentiment was real strong with, uh, you know, inspiration being inspired, you know, by that muse, uh, whoever that muse is, but being inspired by it. I thought it was dope. Oh, my. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Stir of Echoes, for coming through, blessing that. Uh, we got we got a scheduled interview coming up, don't we? Yeah, we were supposed to do that today, my bad. Uh, but... Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we do, sir. I just had the ear affection thing happen. Uh, I feel you. Don't even worry about it. We're gonna, we're gonna reschedule. I'm gonna hit you up, and um, we definitely gonna reschedule. I can't wait to sit down with you and pick your brain. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming through, sharing that piece with us, man. Beautiful piece. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so I gotta do the chat too, man, because he, he pain can't talk. So I gotta look at the chat. So you, you guys are gonna have to bear with me. I got to go. Let me see who's the next person on the list that I saw. Uh, let's bring up. Let's bring up the bro, man. Let's bring up. Let's bring up the the first runner up in the Grand Griot competition. Let's bring up the Griot, man. It's about to get spicy up in here. Let's bring up the brother, the king, Geronimo Tad. <laughs> What's good, hey. King? Hey, everything and nothing, man. How you? I'm good, man. Yo, I heard you had a battle out there, man, in them streets, man. Word get back to me, B. I heard you had a battle, man. You was battling somebody out in them streets, man. Nope, nope. That was the wrong. That was Geronimo Speaks. That's my brother Speaks in Chicago. Oh, that was Geronimo Speaks? Yeah. Because, cause, yeah, man, I got the grapevine. Like, yo, Geronimo performing tonight. He, yo, he battling somebody, man. He battling. Yeah, he, he battling Black Ice. Yeah, he uh, battling uh, Black Ice. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to link up with uh, Geronimo Speaks when I hit Chicago uh, early September. Oh, yeah, because my homie hit me up, man. He said, yo, I'm going to go live. I'm going to go live when they battling because I, I got an interview set up with, um, with Black Ice. That's going to be a dope-ass interview, man. Because I know you got a, a nomination coming up, right? Talk to the people about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, luckily and humbly nominated um, for Best Slam Poet um, by the National Spoken Word Awards. So that's going down in Chicago. The unveiling will happen September 3rd. But they got events happening. It looked like from September 1st to the 8th. So Chicago is going to be a poet's playground for the beginning of September. So if you know if you can get there get there word it's going I, down man it's definitely going down man i know mike Gwynn is coming i know uh akil is coming and, and shining they gonna be coming from texas because i was planning on going down to texas i'm like oh i ain't even gotta go to texas they coming up to chicago that's oh that's close. sweet <laughs> yeah that's sweet money right there man but yeah bro man yo there's a lot of big things going on out in chicago right now i'm, I'm about to interview black ice and uh, we gonna get into all that man but uh yeah bro what has been man what's going on with you man what you got for the people tonight man what's good oh man I'm, 
I'm I'm sorry, pain can't talk. I know you're in the matrix. I know you. Matter of fact, I should just keep you up here. Matter of fact, we, I think we are gonna keep Geronimo up here. Man. <laughs> we gonna keep Geronimo up here as a you know what I'm saying as a a, a co co host. You know what I'm saying? Help our brother Payne out, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what we gonna yeah, do, I, man. I got you. I yeah, got you. Man, that's what we gonna do, man. All right, bro. What, what you got for the people, man? Show the All people right. what you can do, man. Okay, so this piece here. It's called Open Mic, mm. a toast. Toast to Open Mic. Any night where mics are open, right? But I started wondering why there's so few in Cleveland. I'm thinking because this is a blue-collar town and ourselves, we don't really believe in. We don't even support another's ambitions. We either think their dreams are stupid or they the competition. Not to mention we barely appreciate art. Like when they see my paintings on, on me writing poems and think it's because I'm bored and not compelled from the heart. Geniuses get bullied and called corny because he accidentally exposed smart. Now his open mic is in the form of pistols and he signs up to cause a spark. He'll never be called corny if he becomes what they're afraid of in the dark. So ain't no open mic for the young women that want to express their sorrows. But there's plenty of bars to get drunk. Music to drown your thoughts and wake up and feel the same fucking way tomorrow. Ain't no open mic for you, black boy. You won't be encouraged to work on your talent. Just work hard to pay bills and let your sweat water this planet. Find you a woman, black boy, in hopes to find balance, but you don't. It's just malice. Because you break everything delicate because you had no practice in expressing when your feelings were never valid and your thoughts that were never heard. So we perform on a block in every curb, protest to correctional officers behind bars, and they ignore every word. She won't sing another note outside a car or a shower. He won't draw a dance because in the hood, that don't look nothing like power. Lack of open, open mics correlates to an abundance of cowards. But here we stand, courageous, placing our dreams on pages, then on stages, not to be famous, but not to be another added to the long list of the broken. So that five or $10 cover charge ain't gonna make poetic black or written in pain rich, but here's to all of us hoping and cheers to every motherfucking microphone, microphone that's open. My God, man, that's what I'm talking. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. That's what I'm talking about, man. This is powerful, man. Toast to the open mic. You know, it like we was playing some poetry in the beginning of the show. You guys, that was in the room when the um before the room started. I was playing the artist by the name of Talam AC. And, um, oh, I got to meet Talam in Pittsburgh earlier this year, man. Oh, word? Incredible, yo. Yeah, man. He a solid dude, man. Good brother, man. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Me and Payne, we both know him, man. We, you know what I'm saying? We have did some ventures with Talam. And uh, yeah, solid dude, man. And he was saying the, the power of spoken word. He said there's a reason why, you know, he's not rich. Mm. he's not rich you know what i'm saying and if you look at talam's career man like this brother right here like i know for a fact man he's like one of the most traveling poets that you gonna find 
you'll find Talam anywhere, man. You know anywhere. Anywhere. And um and, and everywhere he go, man, he's loved, he's embraced. But you don't see, you know, that big time notoriety for him as you may see other other artists. And he's dope. He's dope. But there's a reason why they don't want spoken word to be, you know what I'm saying, to be out there like that. Because you can't control a poet, what a poet's going to say. And poets tend to inspire. This this, this is the reason you're going through the, the different reasons why there's no open mics. And how you're using the, the power of the spoken word to heal. You know what I'm saying? To uplift people. But you'll find them stifling that because you won't find these these open mics. Or you'll find there'll be uh it won't get no type of traffic or it don't make sense to to put on the event. No one's gonna come. But uh I think it's poems like this that's necessary, man. It's necessary to let the poets know, the pioneers, these individuals who grind, that go from state to state, get on Greyhound buses, man, sleeping on couches and sleeping on floors, right, to, just to get to the next gig. Um, shout out to them, man. It's like an ode to them, man, and an ode to spoken word, man. I really, really, I thought this was a dope-ass piece, man. Um, it was just so many different lines you had in that. You know, you said, find you a woman and hope to find balance. I thought yeah. that was crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is, but this is definitely the reason why they don't want spoken word to prevail, man. I appreciate this joint. This was an ode, man. This goes out to all those poets, man. That that's on the grind, man. That that's not gonna get rich because what we're saying, you know, they don't put it everywhere. They don't want to blast this. They don't want people to have this free thought, you know. And um, exactly. Shout out to you, King, man, for real. Thank you, thank you for having me. We'll keep Geronimo up here. We're going to try to bring Boo back on up. Let me see if I can get Boo back on up here. There's, oh, there we go. What's going on, Boo? Can, can, can you, uh, Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Uh, you good now. You good. You good. What you got for the people tonight, Boo? I see you got your PTR. You over there shining over there. <laughs> I see. What you got for the people tonight? The name is Daily. Daily. Okay. I think. Okay, so it goes like this. Filters down daily from dreamscapes into reveries of prophesized resurrection by the wanton warmth of ancient tongues circling the tip of sinful intentions. Sensual sacred sermons. Your divine body is the temple of my eternal worship. I'll pen you a molten memoir in a smoky, sinful lullaby, the monochromatic majesty of lace and blinded sight, until your breath upon my nape unties me from the iron gates that frees me from your warm release fulfills my crystalline dreams. Somewhere between exalted sinner and archangel, I live between the two, slide beneath my shadows, stealing my sanctity. Come show me salvation. Hold me accountable, reawakening my vines through the root of me. Orgasmic treasures that hail hollowed summer moons. Embrace like another autumn come and gone too soon. The sound of your poetic breath leaves me to fall apart like the fragile frost of February snow. You melt my existence. Without you, I become the brutal, brutal as a brassy bark of every ancient tree. Together revitalized in ocean's embrace, Come to life falling deeper into you, 
my languid lust of my existence, place my trembling body in a preordained grave, kneel before me as my knees buckle, and you acquire all that I am and all that I seek. Feel the texture of liquidated love and savor the taste of dreams that linger on our tongue. Revel at my gaze and satisfaction, the remnants masked against tattooed poetic flesh, now, now a silken mirror of all that I am inside and out. You are forever cherished as my hallowed earth, and I, your dutiful gardener. End poem. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Damn it, boo. That was, that was like, that was like the apex of sensualness or, or I, I don't want to call that erotic. That was just like beautiful, man. That was like on the, on the, on the realm of Emerson, you know, very thought provoking, very deep and in detail, man. You had some lines up in there. You said revel at my gaze. You, you said his breath. You said this breath on the nape of your neck that makes you melt like February snow. Yeah, the frost of God damn. <laughs> oh, man. You talking about like that, that? That's like reminiscent of a love novel, man. That's like when you, you know what I'm saying? You don't want too many people looking over your shoulder when you're reading that book. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, man. That that was powerful, though. That was powerful. Very sensual. Um, it was beautiful. You know. Thank you. Very beautiful, man. I appreciated that, and I really like that. Hey, hey, Geronimo, what you thought about it? Yo, bro, that's <laughs> listen. It was, it was damn near forbidden. Like, like what she, like he saved her sexually, right? Mm. And and she, and because of that, she decided to worship him. But in her worshiping him, it made him worship her. That's why at the end, like. You know, he's kneeling at her altar, mm. you know, or, or, or whatever gender pronouns you want to use, because you know, it's twenty three and whatever. But yo, know, it was crazy. That was a whole visual. Like I felt that, and then you know the uh, the eternalness of it of her being a gardener. She's going to continue to co- mm. cultivate what he started, and in, in, in essence, I believe. You know, uh, no, that was yeah, that was fire. That yeah, was that fire. Was, spiritual forbidden sexuality that was intense yeah man like i got that same sentiment you know that song by sting you know uh what's the name of that song and i'll be wrapped around your finger and um that song is dope but throughout the whole song he's saying how he's doing all these things he's gonna be wrapped around the finger wrapped around the finger but at the end of the song you know it, it get flipped you know, and then he was like, you know, you'll soon know that your servant is your master and you'll be wrapped around my finger. And um, I think it's completion, like the like the number eight, like the number yeah. eight infinity, like you start in something that that don't end. It keeps on replenishing itself. It's like the epitome of what love is. And um, that's dope. man. I, th- I thought that was real beautiful. Boo. Like his next his next poem might be him as the flower growing growing out of the soil appreciating the gardener that that made sure he had mm. the sunlight and water and da da and mm. it's like that dope. would be great dope <laughs> <laughs> a, a poem inside of a poem inside of a poem dope dope man that was dope though uh boo 
Thank you for coming through sharing that. Uh, you said the name of that joint is Daily, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna get a nomination for me, man. I, that it, it made me feel something, man. I was oh, like, thank you. That was that was beautiful. That was definitely beautiful. I, I, okay. I, Geronimo, you, 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 pain. You're acting pain. So uh, you're gonna be able to uh, get these people in the queue. So I don't know who's the next one on the list. Let me let me get to the next person who typed iron. Well, it's looking like Marcus. It's Marcus? All right, yeah, we on the same page. So you got it from Marcus. So we're going to bring Marcus up, but you got it from the rest of the way out. Remember, guys, if you want to get in the um, queue, you want to spit tonight, just type iron in the chat before 11.30. 11.30 promptly, the chat will be, I mean, not the chat, but the um, hand raising will be closed. So please, if you want to spit tonight, definitely type iron in the chat and we'll definitely get you on up here so in the meantime let's bring our brother on up here let's bring up uh let's bring up marcus man marcus was good what's going on with you marcus hey my two favorite guys in this room how's it going i've been fine i've been sweet I just been making some tuna fish salad and now I'm about to start on this jewelry. What's going on with you guys? Man, we good, man. <laughs> we good. I, I I see the characterization is already started. I, I'm guessing this is Deadpool. But go ahead, without any further ado, man, take us there, brother. All right. <clears throat> I should demonstrate this. Hold on. You know when you first start out as a child? You ever wonder that very first thing that you get as a gift from your parents that could be your parents, but then again, they may not be because they look jack shit, nothing like you. That first thing you get is like a weapon. You first hold that. You get like a mind erection and all of a sudden a sensation pops in your brain thinking this could be my future. You give it a few play arounds and whatnot. You knocked over a few. Then you realize, mom, dad, this is what I want to do. I'll be an assassin. A what? Yes. Oh, wow. Our child spoke. Aren't you happy? I'm afraid. Give me that sword. But not to get too deep into that. Oh, man. I remember those days. But also, you ever thought about the best thing you can do as soon as you grow up? Especially in your teen years when you're out there taking names, being famous undergroundly? Well, let me tell you this. There are many things that I can say that I've done that I can be proud of, that I can't be proud of, that I can be somewhat proud of because it's me. It came from me and only me. And when I first got that position, it was something, something grand, something perfect. But then again, I ended up being interrupted by so many people, including the very first person I met. I forgot his name who really fucked up my life afterwards. But you know what? Over the time, things have gotten that way. Have you ever been that way? Have you ever felt the same things or something similar? When you grow up and things are going so well for you, then somebody goes in, fucks it up, leaves stains on your carpet, and then says, you're welcome. Honestly. And then another thing is, when you have something, you want to cherish it, I suggest you take it. Like the hammer I have that I shouldn't be holding right now. This wasn't a gift. 
I don't know where I got this from, but I think I stole it. But you ever had a thunder just let go and called your own? You hold your hand out. What is the one thing that comes to you? What really makes your mind just go, you know what? I am destined for this. I am meant for this. I will dance around and wear a tutu and call myself Lady Menstrike for nothing for this. Yes, and everything that I have, I've gained from hard work, sweat, breaking bones, decapitated limbs, reduced to nothing but a cell, but yet came back stronger, better, faster, and even more me. Have you ever felt that way? And I mean anybody. Doesn't matter if you're a hustler or a junkie or even a tramp on the street. And also, for one to another, have you ever had something so random happens that you wanted to yourself, why exactly me? A note comes on your door and it says, your pet owes my pet puppy for it. Have you ever thought of something so stupid that should not exist or make sense, but it does in your mind? Because I don't get it. But honestly, have you ever felt those things? And it can be anybody. A man, woman, a cis man, or whatever this weird shit they got going on nowadays. It's not even genders. There's only two genders here. But it's okay to be not okay. Today, well, it's just your day. Tell me. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Wow. Wow, Marcus. You never cease to amaze me, man. Uh, I really dig your creativity, man. You always constantly, you know, you're always thinking outside the box. Sometimes people don't get you, you know, they don't get they don't get your aim, but I do get you, man. Um, your creativity, man, is unmatched. You know, you always find different ways to uh bring your spoken word. Um, this was spot on, man. You know, I, I got that you was doing the characterization of uh, Deadpool, the 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 witty, sarcastic, facetious, you know, comments, you know. Uh, but at the same time, there was art there, you know. So uh, I thought you did a great job on this, man. You know, like all your characterization pieces, man, you do pieces. You you want us to know, you know, who you're talking about. Can we can we pull out the clues and all that. I really got this with Deadpool and I thought you were spot on. Uh Geronimo, what you what you thought about it? Man, I'm I'm floored, bro. To be honest cuz Ryan Reynolds did such a great job with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the voice that everybody hears from here on out. But this this you, you can tell that Marcus knows Deadpool from the mm-hmm. comic books. He knows Facts. it before Ryan Reynolds got his hand to it and did what he did. And then he he made it his own, so he put his own person personality too. Because like when you read in the comics, the voice you don't really know. You have to go off your own. So that's why everybody lives it a little bit differently. And he absolutely killed it in capturing uh, his his uh, not personification, but his Perception rendition. Of, of yeah, his rendition of that, and and it seems so honest of what Deadpool's thoughts would have been starting off of telling his backstory in a sense and what he's been through. But 
still allowing the parallels to be a normal life. You know, mm. not necessarily cutting off limbs, but metaphorically <laughs> cut off friends. If you if, and if you've been broken down to the to the smallest cell, when your ego has been crushed and your heart has been broken, and all those things, and you still come back bigger and better. This was incredible. It was so layered. It was so layered. Definitely, man. Definitely, Marcus. Great job, man. Great job, man. And and continue to you know what I'm saying be as creative as you are, man. Not, no, whether people some sometimes people miss they miss what you're trying to do, but I really do get it and I really do dig it, man. You know what I'm saying? You're pushing the genre forward. You're pushing it to to another level, and um, continue to do that, my brother, man. Great job. I really appreciated you guys. Like seriously, homies. Most death, <laughs> and he never breaks character. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. He never breaks character, man. Thanks, Marcus, man. Appreciate you, bro, for coming through with that, man. Hey, oh. it's hey, it's no problem at all, guys. You know, now if if you don't mind, I'm going to make I'm going to make these sandwiches and you know get a little downtime, man, because. You know, Nick Fury is angry at me right now, so I can't do any do any um, contracts for at least a month. Hi, <laughs> <Exactly>. bro. Hi, <laughs> hi, Geronimo. Who we got next on the mic? Remember, guys, put in put in iron in the chat. We got ten minutes to eleven thirty. So if you're gonna spit, definitely put iron in the chat. But go ahead, brother. Let's bring the lights on up. Yeah, let's bring the brother on up. What's going on, Elias? Good evening, everybody. Hey, brother. What's good with you, man? Yeah, I'm enjoying my time. Oh, man. I remember the last piece you did, man. Very thought-provoking, man. Uh, what you got for us tonight? I got... Uh, I, I, first, I'd like to thank Mama Vicky, Boo, and Joss, because they are the reason why... Uh, the encouraging word in the, in the back channel and the, in the room. So I write this first piece in August, this 10 of, 10 of August this year. In St. Paul, is the first piece I write it here and translate it. It's called Tear, Tearless. Tearless. The first silence. My voice. The last masks, my face. I'm tempted by absolute nudity. And when she asked me, do you want to see me naked? And I say, yes, for sure. I want to see you without your body. I'm the echo looking for silence that want to repeat me in the range. If leaving had the color of your eyes, I would believe that God is a man. If your lips had the test of heaven, the kiss would have been the key to paradise. 
The look of my face, lost face, and your eyes confuse me. Your hair is the wind, my finger is the willows, and in between, and in between the meaning of emptiness. Life is a highway. If death precedes us, we survive. They live in cemeteries and fear death. Escaping death is the great death. You know, do not discriminate images other than death. Life is captured by no one. Silence. Silence is a form of divinity or that God is mute. If time had memory, he would slow down, stopped, and came back. Human, human wants immortality. I want to forgive and forget. That's my question. Or is this the answer? I like to be there. I like to be there without a question mark. On surrendering, I bet the days. We both lost the bet. I resist them with a smile. I die, but my smile trumpet and draw the memory of tears. The problem is not with death, but what after it. I'm not fearing to leave. I'm afraid to stay. A god tell the another that the game has become so boring. Let's do another one. So the other said, we gave them the elixir of immortality and let's see how they desire the yards. The fruit is rip, fold, but the question, did the branch get rid of it or did, or did it committed a suicide? Me and my parrot, you showed up for me in the dream. You told me repeat, blessed are you among the women and I will enter you paradise. I gave you my psychologist phone number and continue to sleep. I wake up in hell. I look up to heaven. I saw my parrot. And finally, I have a heart that accumulated 
all the women in the world, but it can only be felt by you. The end justify the means, but when the ends become the means, I became, I became the absolute love. When I die, skirting my grave in the sea, I will write my life burn on the endless emotion beach. وكأنني وكأنني لا مرئي في آخر النظر. بعدك بعدك أضحى كل شيء غيابا في البحر في البحر ملامح وجهك وفي الريح وفي النار وجهك الرؤيا أم الستار أم بيس now this is crazy right here because <laughs> i wrote in my notes i wrote in my notes when i'm listening to you i'm saying to myself i'm I, I, i'm gonna ask him did you write this poem in arabic did you write it in arabic and translate it into english or did you write this in english from the start uh some of some of ideas i I have to translate it from Aramaic, not Arabic. Mm. And uh, some of them was like written in original in English, but there's like trying so hard to to find the suitable words to identify the 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 things that I want to deliver to myself first and to the nice piece uh space here mm. yeah man i thought this was uh i thought this was absolutely phenomenal uh you said you said the keys to uh paradise and when you said that initially i thought that's the first thing i thought about and i was like this is yeah. really this is very reminiscent of like arabic couplets you know, if you read Arabic poetry, you know, this is very reminiscent. And I I, I really heard the the depth of the parallels you was using, man. Um, this was very thought provoking, man. You said silence is a sign of divinity. Uh it it was just so many different different things, but I think overall the thing that elevates this poem. It's your cadence. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because you going slow, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get everything out, but your cadence really adds to the value of the poem, man. You know, it's very, very thought provoking. It's very thought provoking. It reminds me, you know, when I was studying Arabic, I used to read these stories in Arabic. I would read stories and, um, like children's stories, like, you know what I'm saying? Little stories just to get, get my Arabic up. And, um, I read this one story and it made me chuckle, you know? And, um, I, I kind of, you know, see the parallel between your poem and the way you deliver it. Like I'm seeing, I'm really seeing, uh, the depth of it, 
But in the um in the story, in the Arabic story, it was talking about a, a peanut. It was talking about a peanut, talking about a mouse and a lion. They both found the peanut. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you know, and then they was arguing. You know, no, excuse me. It was a mouse and uh a, a something, some other small animal. They was arguing over a peanut. So then the lion came. And then the lion came and he was like, Well, I'll be the arbitrator between you two. So one of them was like, yo, look, I saw the nut first, so it should be mine. And then the other one said, no, I picked it up first, so it should be mine. So then the lion said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give one half of the shell to you because you saw it first. And I'm going to give the other half of the shell to you because you picked it up first. And I'm going to take the meat in the middle, the lubnu. I'm going to take that in the middle and I'm going to eat that for payment, for arbitrating in between the two of you. You know, it sounds simple when you hear it in English, but when you read it in Arabic, it's just, wow. It's like, it was just mind-blowing for me. Your poetry is reminiscent of that. It's so many different things you were saying that was just making me reflect back to Arabic. And there was, it was uh, a portion in there. Uh, I didn't catch everything you said, but you was like... um Something about the love of all things. If 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 I was translating it right, you said kuli shayin, uh yuhi yuhi uh That's what you said. Ah, it wasn't in English. Yeah, I can translate it. Yeah, yeah, translate that part yeah, for yeah, us. Translate that part. Yeah, give me one second. وكأنك اللامرئي في آخر النظر. It seems that you are the invisible. In the, in the last point of sight. Uh, after you, everything was like nothing. Mm. In the sea, the uh, in the sea, the look of your 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 face, and in the wind, and in the fire. Mm. Your face is a vision and a scar. Mm, subhanallah, man. Subhanallah, man. That's that. That's uh, that's beautiful, brother. Definitely beautiful, man. I enjoyed that thoroughly, man. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Uh, Geronimo, what you thought about it, bro? Yo, another piece that got me blown away. Kind of, it kind of made me think about Boo's piece again because. I don't know if I was just in a mind state, but at first it felt romantic to me, right? And then I was like, wait, no, this is this is philosophical. And you know, that helped with the cadence. Then I was like, no, this is theological. And then when it closed out, it was back to love again. And it and it and it sent me on a journey of me remembering that God is love. And I felt like this was thoroughly represented throughout the piece. And it was so many things that it it made me question. It made me think about, like, when he said, uh, like, the line about, "What if God was mute?" Mm. You know, uh, and he responded in silence, and, and silence was his language. And and then I started thinking about, well, what if God couldn't hear? And what if God don't really hear prayers, but He sees action? Mm. And so it's so many, it's so many things. And I'm like, yo, love is an action word, and that so you, that's something that you do, not something that you say. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about all those things. So this is a, a very heavy piece for me. Like I would have to sit down with it and and, unpe- and peel back the layers to this one. I think it was great, though. 
Yeah, man, that was profound, man. That was very, very thought-provoking, man. Very thought-provoking, man. Great job, Elias, man. Great job. Thank you. Thank you for your space. Thank you for listening. Most definitely. inshallah. Godspeed. Oh, man, that was just beautiful right there, man. All right. Who we got next on the mic? Uh, oh, let me make an announcement real quick. Uh, it's after 11.30. So I don't know if you've been uh, paying attention, Geronimo, but uh, who you guys the last person so far? Cause I, I know got I, Charlie Go. You got Charlie Go? I see Sincere. I see Sincere before Charlie Go. But I know we got Charlie Go. We got Sincere. And... It would have been mouthpiece, but he, he left. Mouthpiece left? All right. So we got Sincere and we got Charlie Go. So uh, that would be that's the last two I see on the list. Uh, I don't see nobody else got iron in there. Now, if mouthpiece comes back before the uh, before the show end, we'll let him close the piece out. I hope you got another piece, Geronimo. Man, I want to hear another piece from you, man. So you you get you pull another piece up. Uh, I let's bring sincere up. Sincere still in the building. Yes, sir. Let me let me oh. let me see if the up in up in is stuck. Shit like that. 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 Down the Mongo was good, Brody. I That's what it is. That's what yeah. it is, man. What's good, King? Man, what's good with you, man? Hey, yo, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, Geronimo, what's good, pen folk? How you feeling, bro? What's up, bro? How you, man? Good to see you. Hey, hey you know, it's all, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Written in pain. What's good, bro? You know, yeah. five. Megatron got pain. He got his pain, um, pain phone up in the in the headlock right now. He can't even, what you call it? If it wasn't for my brother right here, Geronimo came through and he saved the day. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, what's good, sincere? Hey, man, I just got done with a dope interview with uh, with Just J and Gina Storm over at Epiphany Radio. Oh, um, it, was, it, it was it was a dope interview. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm still I'm still I'm still live, I'm still off that you know off that high you know um, uh, amongst the you know the two blunts that I smoked before that. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, I'm high spirited, man. You know what I'm saying? So I I came to chill out, you know, iron dropping iron, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you seen I shared the room, you know what I'm saying? I put that's, the emojis in it and everything, you know. That's what it uh, is, so bro. <laughs> I came I came to get the love with the pen, you know. See, 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 see all my see all my lovely pen family out there, you know what I'm saying? Shouts to everybody down there. Most definite, most definite. I just had a I just had a feature the other day. Both of you brothers, I got both of you on the stage, man. And my build the poet. Both of y'all was in my build the poet, man. Both of y'all, Geronimo and Sincere, man. My builder poet over there with Nate. You know, shout out to the brother Nate, man. Uh, he had a uh, he he invited me on over to their platform, man, to do an interview, man. It was a dope interview, man. Beautiful environment, and uh, yeah, man, we had to do the build the poet, man. And both you brothers made that list. Very instrumental, man. Both you kings doing big things. Now, Sincere, man, what's good, man? It's up in the stuck, man. What you got for the people tonight, man? Well, you know, I got I got some like I got a whole lot of fresh ink that I've been writing, right? So, you know, I I felt like I would give you a choice of 
my two pieces that like I'm feeling right now. Um, so the first piece is candy, mm. and the second piece is over the rainbow. I want to hear candy. All right, let's. I want to hear candy. Let's get it. I want candy. Mm, 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 mm. I want candy. I want candy. I want candy-coated cases of calligraphy and chocolate-covered commas that separate the eye from the mage so that you can see that there's magic in the imagery. Can you image me being broken down into Reese's Pieces? You know, piece by piece to piece my thesis. I had to release my genius. Because they say Smarties are sour and time seems tart, especially when a second tastes like an hour. So can I take five to feel the almond joy? Because I was a nerd turned lifesaver at the end of my nerd rope. Do I deserve hope? Because growing up sour patch kid at time felt laffy taffy, sad and happy. You know, in a whole checks mixed bag of crappy. So crafty to be able to put bite-sized bars of passion and pain on the table to take a picture of the fantasy so that you could reframe the fable and tell a tale told on the pages of Tootsie Rolls. Because when they look like scrolls, time tastes ancient. You know, life's a box of chocolate and on the nutritional facts are written on the back in Sanskrit. Those are bitter bites of cocoa. So for dinner, it's all food for thought. So filling up on sweet nothings for me, that's a no-no. I go slow, like digestive tracks, while dying to digest like a reader to divest from traps. You know, trap, like silly rabbit. Tricks off of kids. You know, tricks turn to treats because they know where you live. You live in gingerbread houses made with peppermint porches and graham cracker garages in a, des in a desert of desserts because living the sweet life is... It's like being born into mirages. Mirages from a mirror that's been broken. So who's handy? You know, fixing broken pieces like teeth because when cavities turn calligraphy, all they say is, I want candy. I want candy. I want candy. You got some candy? Sincerely yours. Peace. Shit like that. 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 Down the Marco, Marco. Down the Marco, Marco. Shit like that. 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 That's what I'm talking about, man. Yo, this was fire, man. This was fire. I really dug the candy references. You went through all of them. You went through all of them. But I love the parallel you made with, you know, the the downside, you know, the downside is many downsides to the diet of what we eat and what we think is the thing that uh, is going to sustain us is really hurting us. You know, um, it was just so many dope ass parallels you made in this in this joint right here, man. You know, uh, very witty, very witty. The candy, the, the the use of candy, it can take so many different meanings. You know, the candy being drugs, 
the candy being vices, the candy being, you know, anything holding us back. I thought this was just brilliant, bro, man. I thought you did a great job. And the delivery was flawless as always, man. But um, damn, man, this was very thought-provoking. Geronimo, what you thought about it? Yo, that's how you work a theme. That's mm. how the fuck you work a theme, yo. Yo, the metaphors inside the metaphors is crazy. And then I, I'm thinking about the sweets. You know, I'm thinking about how fructose corn syrup and how mm. actually, you know, more addictive. They say it's eight times more addictive than cocaine. Mm -hmm. So which, when you consume it, whether whether it's in the starch or some form of the carb, it's still in there. They, we put it in everything. It tells your brain to get more. And that's kind of like how we treat the things that's bad for us. It's, it's, it's like cognitive dissonance. It's kind of like, you know, that's what I see the parallel in the piece of like, we want candy. Find out candy bad for us. Oh, well, fuck it. Give me more candy. I want candy. You know, crazy piece. You're a genius. Yo, <laughs> yo it's, it, it's funny because it's like, um, we, like, we don't realize that, like, we're the biggest drug dealers, right? Like sugars and every facts. You know, you you there's no place there's no place that you're gonna go in modern day society where you not go find sugar in what you eating or drinking. Right. And like it, it's just it's just it's 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 everywhere. It becomes unavoidable and it's like, you know, all this this the sweet life. Mm. You know, everything's sweet. You know, how 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 was your day? It was sweet, bro. Mm. Really? So sweet to rot your teeth, right? Rot your brain, right? Rot everything. But you know, Yo, I, I want candy. Yeah, man. That that joint is crazy, man. The the high fructose corn syrup. Um, Geronimo touched on that. I don't know if you guys seen uh what was the name of this show? Was it The Hunters? Uh I think that's what the name of it, The Hunters. And they was talking about the big conspiracy. You know, they was like, oh, we got to stop these people. They trying to kill the people and all this stuff. The big conspiracy was high fructose corn syrup. Like Geronimo said, it's eight times more addictive than cocaine. And if you notice, it's in everything. It's in everything. Shit that you won't think is in, is in it. Even we don't taste it. Everything. You see that everything? shit in ketchup, barbecue sauce. Because what it is, it's a substitute for sugar. But it's way cheaper. It's way cheaper. Now, if you know some of the brands now today, you see they, they're putting on their labels made with real cane sugar, made with real cane sugar because people are starting to wake up. Like what they do to the why, why they why they cutting up the blue magic? Why they cutting up the natural sugars for? Like why they, <laughs> they cutting they, it up? Because because they wanted to do something. They wanted to do something crazier because the long term effect. Of that high fructose corn syrup, man, is deadly, man. It's deadly. And you see America, America is the uh the biggest place where we are, you know, in obesity, in heart disease, diabetes, all of that, especially in the black community, man. You know what I'm saying? We like our <laughs> we like our Kool-Aid, dope fiend sweet, you know what I'm saying? Uh the candy yams, dope fiend sweet, you know, the the peach cobbler, you know, but it's that high fructose corn syrup that's fucking up this fucking up our, our our insides, man. And we gotta be mindful of that, man. Dope poem, man, bringing awareness to the the, the ramifications of just you know in bliss because people associate sweets with pleasure, you know. 
this is dessert. Like when you even you eating your regular meal, y'all ate supper. Now it's time for dessert. It's the treat. It's the pleasure. You know what I'm saying? But in a lot like, of pleasure. Think about it. Terms of endearment. Like think about like you know, it, it's 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 deep rooted psychologically. Like even terms of endearment, we say sweetie. Indeed. Like that implies that you want that you want to you know cannibalistically eat somebody like real like when you you know peel back all the layers to it like you know indeed like you're, you're so sweet like you know what i'm saying also you know gingerbread house type shit like you know hansel and gretel that hansel and gretel shit that shit's the scariest shit out of me when i was a kid i was like man she gonna eat these <laughs> she feed them all this candy get them fat <laughs> and it's like why are you trying to get these kids fat <laughs> she's gonna hey, yo, bust so them down <laughs> they just sold in green not only our food but the way that we talk and the way that we think and the way that we love is all a part of some sort of cognitive dissonance that we weren't, that we didn't volunteer for. Indeed. Definitely. We got to wake up, be more mindful and be more alert. Everything that they say is good is not good for you. You know, they even talking about nowadays vegans. They saying the vegans are supposed to be healthy, but now they're saying that they find that vegans are unhealthy because all of the stuff that they're they're eating, the soybean, they're not they're not fermenting it uh, long enough so it can um, mature long enough, and they want mass production, so they just putting it's it plant out. Plant based, yeah, plant based. It's made in a plant that's based in plant somebody's base. That, Some, that somewhere. The word and you always talking about the etymology of words. You see so, plant based, and you thinking, yeah, this come from the earth. This is natural. <laughs> Said we, the soybean is not for consumption. Mm. It's so many different ramifications behind that soybean, but it's in everything. He gave us the peanut. We, the I'm, peanut. I'm inclined to believe that who gave us the peanut. Okay, <laughs> bro, that brother, that brother did. Shout out to George Washington Carver, man. He did, he did like I don't know how many different things with just the peanut. I didn't even talk about all the other inventions and stuff that he that he made. Just the peanut. Just the hey, peanut. Ford's, Ford's greatest invention is really. Is is really goes down to 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 George Washington Carver, you know his family sponsored George Washington Carver. They basically adopted him. Ford's family basically adopted him. So he used to come and talk and pick his brain, and, and that's the reason why the industrial plant that Ford is known for 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 industrializing cars in such a way is called a plant. George hey, yo, Geronimo. In, hey Geronimo. Hey Geronimo. Planters peanuts. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Listen, we ain't gonna turn this into static truth. Leave it up to Sincere. Listen, Sincere definitely bringing it to static truth. But be there Tuesday. We'll be there Tuesday. We're gonna get into that static truth. But yeah, man. Dope peace though, man. Shout out to you, Sincere, man. Definitely appreciate you coming through showing love on the platform, man. Appreciate you, King. Gratitude, love and light, peace and abundance, everybody. Most definite. I Geronimo. Who we got next on the mic? I think we got one more person. Uh, and that's going to be the incomparable Charlie Go. Let's go. Oh, let's go. I ain't hear Charlie Go in so long. Let's go. Yonder Monko, Monko. Yonder Monko, Monko. Let's bring Charlie Go on up to the stage. What's good with you, Charlie Go? Hey, what's going on? What's good? We getting both sides of the coin tonight. We had Marcus up here. Now we getting the other half. What's good? What you got for the people tonight? Okay, so this is one that um, I think you heard before, but 
Yeah, I just want to kind of perfect the the delivery on mm. this. So let's see. I'm sorry. I thought there was one person before me. No, no, we got the last person because one person left. A mouthpiece left, so uh, it's on okay. you. You got the stage queen. When they come for me, they won't be able to fathom what they've just witnessed, for they won't see me coming, nor will they see me going. They will feel me brush by them, gently touching their cheeks as I move past them. Looking in my direction, though will be of no use, they'll swatter their ears, but it will be too late. I will have already left my mark. It's a thin line between the light and the dark. They will speak words not of their own. What did I just say? They will think to themselves, not realizing that I spoke through them. For they were merely a puppet carrying out my will, for which they won't realize till that time is upon them. It's a thin line between the flesh and the spirit. When my brothers come for me, I will have surrounded myself with an army like no other. The fight will be tremendously, deliciously soul-crushing. I can hardly wait. <laughs> Many will learn for the first time whose side they're really on. It's a thin line between who's right and who's wrong. I'm a crafty one, Ken to the Grinch. Laugh at me if you want. I'll play the Jigaboo as long as you follow me to where I'm going. I'll need company there too. So when they come for me, hang on tight. It's going to be quite the ride. It's a thin line between the above and the below. Shit like that. 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 Wow. Wow, Charlie Go. What I got from this poem right here, man, you know, the many different faces of uh, who they call Satan. Some people call him Satan. Some people call him Lucifer, Shaitan, uh, different names. That that uh, that negative energy. Um, this poem right here was reminiscent of the the many different guises. You know, you know how you can be beguiled. You know, you thinking that uh, you're in control, but in all actuality, you're a slave. I thought this was profound. It's reminiscent of this interview I just saw. Um, it was talking about, uh, what's this rapper name? Was it Uzi Vert? One, I think it was Little Uzi Vert. And he was, he was rapping, and he was like, yeah, y'all been singing this song for this long. Y'all don't even know y'all going to hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you know what I'm saying? It, it, it seemed like he was dead ass. He said it's too late now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all been rocking it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all already in, you know? And um 
I thought Yo, his name is Lil Uzi Vert. That's Lil Uzi Vert, right? Because it sounds like Lucifer. Mm. That's yeah. Wow, that's deep. I never even caught that. That's deep. Lil Uzi Vert. Lucifer. Wow. Whoa. But you got to be mindful, man. A lot of the videos you see, rap videos, you be seeing them. They got the checkerboards. They got a lot of symbolic uh things in them you know subliminal things that's calling you to certain things this was the thing that blew my mind uh recently i just found this shit out uh i stopped eating oreos man you know i just seen this joint that said that uh, all oreos got the leviathan cross on it the cross of the devil they got it got and i I said that's bullshit and i went and i went and looked and every oreo that's what it got. It got the Leviathan cross on it. And, and they said in ancient times, you know, in order to be a part of Satan's cult or whatever, you had to consume Satan. You had to consume him. You know, some people did it with blood or whatever the case may be, sacrificing animals, but some form of symbolism to, to uh, inhabit him. And uh, I was like, what the so you think about all the different people that's been eating Oreos that's pretty much, you know, not even knowing, not consciously, you know, consciously doing it, but just 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 haphazardly is hey, is a great snack or whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, they're committing to something bigger. You know, they're signing contracts to something, you know, that they don't have no real knowledge of. Uh, I thought that this poem, man, it brought a lot of awareness to all of that. You got to be mindful of what you what you ingest, you know, not just, you know, you know, orally, you know, what you listen to, what you watch visually. You know, Uh, you can be signing contracts that you're not even aware of. And um, I thought that was uh, to bring awareness to that. I thought it was dope. Charlie go. Uh, what you thought about it, Geronimo? I thought it was amazing, especially, you know how some sometimes we preach at them or talk to them or, or talk at them, but Charlie Go took on this piece almost sounded like it was an excerpt from the Bible, like you could find it right in Psalms, right? Uh, and the devil said this, and it reminds me of the story of the guy a guy who was straddling the fence, who was on the fence, and, 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 and Jesus was telling him, come on, man, come on this side, you know, da-da, I'm about to go because there's more more followers I have to help, da-da, and so he and Jesus ended up leaving, you know, the devil was on the other side trying to keep him to stay, He's like, no, come on this side, and when Jesus left, the devil turned to the man and said, now get your ass off my fence. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> it's, that's it, that's heavy to me, you know, uh, and it also reminds me of, uh, you know, uh, will God understand your, know your works? Will, will he seek, you I don't recognize your works. You say you know me, but I don't recognize your works. So it, this piece is very profound, very, very, very profound. And, we, and this has kind of been a theme of the night. We have had some heavy, heavy, heavy philosophical pieces, you know. Thank you, Charlie Go, for that. That was amazing. Definitely. This was definitely amazing, man. I haven't heard you in so long. And I'm like, wow, man, where Charlie Go been at? And uh here it is, man. This was refreshing. Uh beautiful sentiment, Queen. Beautiful sentiment. All right. 
All right. We down to the end of the show. Now, I want to hear my brother Geronimo one more time, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't hear you in a minute, man. Uh, you want to bless us with another piece? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, you got it. The stage is yours, King. This piece doesn't have a name, but... I've been blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles in the air. They fly so high, they nearly reach the sky, and just like my dreams, they fade and die. Last night, I wrote a dream underwater. See, my aqueduct had been acting up. It was bad enough that my paprias had massive rust, dust, musk, and all the average stuff. But there was a sea turtle. So humble and majestic, suggested that I need seaweed and ink in the form of the life that we bleed to succeed. And I agreed and took heed, but the blood that we bleed, I need to be free. Free like the seed that we leave in the leaves of the trees where the breeze believes in the dreams of its kings. And the sea turtle agreed. But now I'm right. With nothing to write, right? So I turned to the reefs, tangerine corals. Our greeting was warm and cordial. Is that normal? I mean, I'm just a mere mortal searching for the moral or the fast track to the immortal portal he called for his corporal. The look I gave was abnormal. I said, corporal, like punishment? He said, well, he's a part of our government. He be running it. We're part of it. I figured he'd be smart as shit. So I said, cool, we can politic. The problem is he don't like men. I said, I don't belong here. I should leave the water, go to the sand where the man breeds his sons and daughters. The closest I should come to the water is to be on his harbors or boats that's chartered, that's smarter if I want to be an author and not martyred. I said, is that a threat? He said, that's a bet. I said, damn, that's direct. I know he was that upset, but I understood it was his environment he wanted to protect. Well, I ain't mean no disrespect, so I, I left before he cashed on the bet and came to see me to collect, so I made it to the shorelines where seashells were shimmering in sunlight. But I'm shivering because I'm from Cleveland, and we don't even go swimming in our Timberlands. Even our cousins up in Michigan got the same temperament. Remember when I said I wrote a dream? Well, I mean, I ended up typing it. So part of it was this poem, but the main part was me hoping that you would like it. And that's my dream, because... I've been blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles in the air. They fly so high, they nearly reach the sky. And just like my dreams, they fade and die. Paul. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Man, man, Geronimo, Geronimo. Oh man, bro. Where, I mean, where you where you get what's your muse, man? Like <laughs> what you be doing, man? What you be what you be sitting down, what you be watching, what you be doing to to come up with these concepts, man. Hey, uh I really tried to write a dream. Mm. I really tried to I so I dream of sea turtles a lot. I dream of water a lot tornadoes and sea turtles those seem to be like my common three and in a house with a secret hiding place when i'm the only one who knows about it and i go there to read like so those are like the four things i dream about you remember your all, dreams all yeah 
Yo, so man. Some, with some of them, you know, they say we have like 10 of them. We we think is or you know we we really only remember the one right before we wake up. Mm. Cause I just seen this joint. I think it was on TikTok or something, and it was like uh, when you, when you have you say you have multiple dreams throughout the night, but if you remember your dreams, they're not dreams; they're messages. And mm. I and and I know I know me personally, like I I don't remember all of my dreams. Only very few dreams I remember. Like I remember dreaming, but I don't know when I wake up. I don't know what they were, but the ones that I remember, the ones I remember, I'm not saying no spooky shit, but the ones I remember, every last one of those dreams, it's it, it comes true, it comes true, and whatever the dream is talking about, it comes true, and I don't I don't remember my dreams, and then I seen that and said that uh, when you remember your dreams, they're not dreams, they're messages. And uh, I just thought that was profound, man. That was a profound uh, piece of work, my brother. Like, your storytelling ability is just crazy, man. It's out of this world, man. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, I I had the dream, you know, where the sea turtle was really giving me what it was that I was supposed to write about. But I didn't have anything to write with. Mm. And the sea turtle was like, well, you got blood, don't you? Mm. And I'm like, no, I need my blood. And Sea Turtle was like, okay. And I'm like, fuck, that's it. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> like, okay. So now, so now I'm right with nothing. To, that's why I say I'm right with nothing to write, right? But yeah. That's so. that's crazy, man. Yo, you need to look into that dream right there, man. That dream right there. You said the turtle said. Use your blood. You can write. I don't have nothing. Yes, you do. You got something. <laughs> you got your fingers and blood. You can <laughs> write. Oh, man, that's dope, man. The, the essence of writing, the necessity of writing. I'm going to do a piece, man, before we before we get on up out of here, man. I was trying to get a I was trying to get a closer. I was trying to get a closer for the for the room. Pain usually gets the closer. But uh I'm gonna spit a piece. I'm gonna spit a piece to end this out for the night. Uh let me do this piece called The Ink of a Poet. I said, all I need is a pen to begin to illustrate these similes and metaphors that lies in the crevices of my mind. All I need is time. To construct these sentences that destruct these stigmas that have stamped our sons with the concept that this is all we are. All I need are these pages to preserve these paragraphs that place us above and beyond our potential. So this pen is essential and even therapeutic because I use it to heal the wounds of the weary, underprivileged and downtrodden. Those forgotten when this pie was divided. So my pen is a supplement like insures to ensure that our thoughts are nourished because they furnish our communities with fried foods and liquors. Maybe they figure niggas die quicker from ulcers and cirrhosis of the liver. But my pen is here to deliver us from that fate. And I can't wait to see it shine. But bear in mind, I can't part the sea. But I can partake in our recovery. 
And I'm not a prophet, but I pray my words can profit us by awakening the giants in our subconscious so that we can rise like Lazarus and claim our inheritance. Yo, all I need is a pen to defend some of the actions my kith and kin fall in at times. They fall short sometimes. The thicker the grind seems to cloud their mind and impede their judgment and who can blame them? Because there's no denying when your stomach is touching your ribs that your ability to give a second to weigh out the ramifications of your actions is only a fraction of its peak. So don't speak to me about how we are all equal. That cellophane game is see-through. This society don't give a fuck about me or you, but my pen is sincere. And this ink bear witness that this gift is intended to uplift you and me. And for our progeny to come, let them rewind these verses and find comfort that we were the pioneers of this generation. And we gave birth to free thinkers just like us. And just like us, they'll thrust their pens on the surface of the pages of life and breathe ink. Different shades and different hues. Different ideals and different views, but they'll be the same. Just like ink, all they'll need is a pen. I want to thank you guys for coming out, sharing your love, sharing your artistry. You know, uh, I want to thank you for, uh, you know, engaging with us. You know, uh, this is a, a relatively, we've been doing this over a year, but we just recently turned it into a podcast. Um, if you look at the top of the, uh, the top of the room, this was last week's episode of, uh, iron sharp with iron. One thing we started to do a little added thing that we started to do with the titles of the, uh, show is that the, the poem that impacts us the most you know the most impactful poem we try to put it in the title somewhere so last week the poems that was uh that was really impactful was added to wealth angry uh and howling wolf you know so i put it all together added to what wealth angry the howling wolf so um this this episode coming up next week oh it'll be available on monday but uh this episode coming up, it will definitely be a reflection of the poems that was uh, that was performed tonight, you know, and the most impactful. We'll put it somewhere in the title, you know, as a as a form of, you know, being able to engage, you know, everybody um, playing their part and contributing to what we're trying to do. So this is a relatively new podcast. So I'm ask you guys go on Spotify, you know, rate the uh rate the podcast listen to an episode download an episode you know share an episode you know get it out there so more poets can know about this platform and we can shine the light on so many different artists so i want to thank you guys man i appreciate and love you guys for coming out chilling with us for these little these couple of hours that we come out here and do this and um i appreciate you and uh We'll be back next week, same back time and channel. Hopefully, my brother written in pain, his phone situation will be on point. I thank you. Love you guys. Good night. sharpens iron 
so one man sharpens another. Oh, the story. I, I thought the story, I thought it was a good story. I just felt like it was parts of the story that lagged a little bit for me. Your cadence, man, it, it captivated me. Me, it's just the sincerity in the piece. You know, I could feel that. And the emotion is always going with me over when I can feel, when I can feel that it's real. So it was, it was one of those pieces that, you know, where you're, you're waking, you're waking people up, you know what I'm saying? Bringing awareness. It was an awareness poem. And I really dug it and I really dug the message behind it. Thank y'all very much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the space. Are you ready to enter the dojo? Here, iron sharpens iron.